Hey guys, and welcome back to the Chocolate Suburbia podcast. My name is Colleen. It's your girl, Rian. And we're back, back with another episode of the season, number five. five. Yes. We hope you've had a good week yes. so far. can't believe it's Friday again. Yes. This episode is called Am I Pretty Enough? Hard hitting, you know? Yep. It's like a... We hear powerful one, powerful yeah, one. like yeah. proper, like so. Buckle up, lots to unpack in this Be episode real. for sure. So, first of all, let's start with like what Google's meaning of pretty is attractive in a delicate way without being truly beautiful or make pretty or attractive, basically. Mm. And there's different synonyms towards it as well. So, like attractive, lovely, good looking, nice looking. Um, beautify but the word pretty is very subjective so that's mm. google's definition that's yeah. their synonyms but what's what what do you think yeah is pretty I, that is a good question you know depends because my definition and your definition are really different but the same maybe this definition and john's definition may be different of what pretty is do you know what i mean <laughs> like so it depends on what the context is to be honest with you because things are pretty in its own way true like a flower is pretty a flower is pretty a rose is pretty a sunflower is pretty yeah a lily is pretty do you know what i mean when you think of people people can be pretty mm. but it's a subjective opinion and a subjective view if we're talking of, of it as a person i would say person okay automatically i sorry yeah go, go, go. no no that's no, the question. automatically for me i would just automatically think of like the perfect nose structure like a pretty like jawline do you know what i mean yeah just like sharp people have more features than that girl yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like automatically like you know those like small button nose and and like a, like a sharp eye line so it's like the face is just lifted but like yeah, Kylie Jenner, I would say. Almost, like the society's standard. The society's of, standard. You said the society's. Of, society's standard of, of pretty, pretty. Which is usually and used to be a, a Caucasian, a white person. Mm, blonde the, hair, blue eyes, yeah. or brown hair, um, dark eyes. Yeah. Think of like Scandinavian. I think so. When I think mm. of pretty, that's what first comes to my mind. I can't lie to you. Mm. Even Same. though pretty comes up in so many different, different ways. Forms. But I think it's just growing up. Yeah. So, yeah, blonde hair, blue eyes. Like, I think of, like, a Barbie in real life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's a specific person that I know that I feel like looks exactly how I would imagine, like, a pretty person. Like, how you said Scand- Scandinavian. I feel like that's how I would. Yeah. All kind of tanned, blonde hair, yeah. blue eyes. Yeah. I get you. And... I think as time has gone on, everyone's definition of what it is or what someone looks like as pretty has, is, has changed, changed, for sure. Like, but I think that um, that persona, mm, when I think of that word... That's automatic. ...is down to just childhood and the things yeah, that I used that to we've like, seen. watch, yeah. see, play with. And based on that, that is what now has come to like, my mind. So when I think of pretty, I also think of the word like beautiful, gorgeous, stunning, like mm. not just attractive and nice looking, like what Google defines that. it as like pretty can come in many different forms. I also feel it's like the word pretty is almost like a lower level to the word beautiful and gorgeous because be like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Oh my gosh, you're so pretty. I feel like there's that like, two different kinds of... I would prefer to be called pretty than beautiful. Really? When I like... 
what I'm saying about pretty being a lower level is quite thing because I feel like there's different levels to what attractiveness can be perceived as if that makes sense yeah, Do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. almost like a pyramid that's how I think of it in my mind I can't lie to you and so I'm not saying in the sense of being pretty is like level two and then beautiful sexy yeah, yeah. is level three it's just more so like beautiful is like a top tier word of like oh my gosh you're yeah so society, stunning you know, like that. you're yeah. beautiful yeah but now I'm thinking like I feel like being called pretty is a lot more it's that girly cutie like exactly like that's how i would i would love to be called pretty do you know what i mean yeah yeah when i was younger when people used to call me pretty i would take it as like yeah okay i'm pretty Mm. but if i heard my peers being called beautiful i would be like oh Oh, i know that i'd want to be called beautiful so it's almost like yeah you have that confidence Mm. it gives you that confidence but at the same time it's like yeah exactly but then when i want if I want to be cast as beautiful, mm. how would I do that? So it's almost like it builds your confidence, but it knocks it at the same time. Mm. It's almost shallow because a lot of it comes from just societal pressures, to be completely honest. Yeah, really. that makes sense. And you always kind of like continuously compare yourself, especially to, with, other, people. to other people. So it's kind of like, yeah, I'm pretty, but I'm why aren't I beautiful? Yeah. Why aren't I sexy? Why aren't I this? Why aren't I that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know I used to compare myself a lot to some of my friends mm. because it was kind of like they would have all those specific features and then it would kind of be like, oh, I don't feel beautiful within myself. Again, because down to what people deem to be as pretty, especially if mm. it's from like um, males. Because mm, I like feel male like validation. male validation, especially because as a teenager, you you're always gonna have sort of a thing of like, oh yeah, I want a male validation, exactly, a male to validate me. Yeah, but like at the same time, why do we need to feel like that? No, it's true. And that's like, why do we? Why do we need to have a male's validation in order to be like, oh yeah, I'm finally pretty. Like I feel really, really good. I feel. I feel really beautiful. Do you know yeah. what I mean? We shouldn't have to have that male validation in order to be like okay with our Within looks. ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And then that's what causes the question of am I pretty enough? Exactly. Because you could have a crush on someone or you could fancy someone and yeah. be like, Oh my gosh, I actually really do like them, but then they don't like you. They like Becky with the good hair. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're right. So yeah, no, like that is is one of the things as well. And it's very sad to be honest, because I know that quite a few people go through that um whatever race you are I feel like everyone sort of goes through that stage where like oh yeah male validation that's where it's at some of it can stem from childhood yeah dad used to call me like princess pretty this that and the other now that I don't hear it anymore I think that's where I'm like am I pretty enough Mm. am I like do I look look good Mm. I'm waiting for that male validation to come through to it as well because you put your validation in your looks Let's unpack that. You put your validation <laughs> in your looks no, at right. the end of the day. And yeah. if you feel like you are not the standard and so, like society's version, um, of, version pretty, of pretty, yeah. then you'll put it into something else. Oh, I'm not pretty, but I'm funny. So that's that's, that's something. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I'm funny. That'll I mean, do. That'll do. That make people laugh. Yeah, I'm really good in school. That's good as well. That's okay. But uh, am I pretty though? because you wait for someone else to validate that yeah do you know what i mean yeah and a lot of people would like sort of want to change their looks because of this as well exactly like there's a lot of people that bleach their skin because of this and that really want to sort of change their appearances and stuff like that 
you yeah. know, do, whether it's due to male validation or societal's sort of um, opinions on colorism and stuff like that. Yeah, no, it's actually really true as well because I just find it like mad at the fact that that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Like yeah. th- those are the extreme lengths that people go to to like um, make themselves feel, feel good about, good about themselves. themselves and also to make themselves look like a completely different, different race. Person, yeah. Completely different person. Exactly. And so it's a shame because I know it's quite, it's very, very, very highly used yeah. in like um, African and Caribbean yeah. countries and in Asia as well. No, you're right. Like I remember when I went to Thailand and there was a lot of people that I saw and they had like a lot of bleached skin. No way. Yeah. Because of just what they see in, in society and in, in the Western world, in the advertisements. Exactly. And so they think, and, and in their culture as well, they push a product like that. Mm. They push the skin bleaching. And it's the same in Jamaica. And then it turns like. And it's the same in um, Africa as well. Yeah. And like the things that can happen to your skin once, once you bleach it, your skin goes dull and it sort of loses the. the the Some actual melanin. the melanin it loses the melanin and every every skin has melanin but some form of it it yeah. lacks of it yeah, yeah it yeah. lacks the the whole it's to do with science i'm not good at science <laughs> but it's to do with like yeah man it's just dull and dry and <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean no but yeah pe- black people also tan yeah, that too. And I never knew that until, like, what, two years ago? Like, fake tan. I didn't think that was a thing. I did not You would think associate it with, like, when I think of people. fake tan, I associate it with, like, yeah, white people. Because it's something that's, that they use yeah, quite often. often. And, and speaking of which, like, I also find that not funny. Baffling. And baffling. Because I, it's kind of like, you see, like, how we've just spoken about other ethnicities, ethnicities and races bleaching their, bleaching their skin. It's like when white people fake tan then yeah. to become a lot darker. Yeah. And, it's like, it's mind-boggling. I remember there was this one time I was in school and I don't, I can't lie because we never, we didn't go on holidays when I was younger, but when I, when I did go to, I was in class in RE and there was these two girls behind me and they were just talking about me, like literally behind my back saying like, oh, I need, I can't wait to tan. Basically they were having a conversation among themselves and then they ended up bringing me up in a conversation like, oh, I wonder if black people tan. And then she, and then they were, they were like mingling and they were like, giggling and stuff like oh you should probably ask Carleen like Carleen will probably know and then they wouldn't ask me like I was you know when you're waiting for someone to sort of ask talk, you talk or talk to, to you to me and like they weren't doing that and they were like just ask Carleen Carleen will probably know like I don't think they tan like I don't think they can tan and then like another person joined in and they were like and then they started laughing at the fact that like people don't tan and I was like I don't know. like and then it made me think like do I actually tan because mm, by that time no it's <laughs> true <laughs> no you're right because I was like I I didn't know because like, we've never been on holiday I didn't really go out in the sun like in on the beach and stuff to tan so I didn't know and then I was like oh do I tan yeah yeah, yeah it just raises those questions, questions. yeah, yeah but true. we do tan yeah. For those of you who don't know, we do tan. Yeah, we do get darker. And oh, it's nice. But it's true, I know though. I feel good, like, because I know my skin needs the, like, sun. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's skin needs some vitamin D. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I know that I feel so rich within my skin. Yeah, when I it, tan, when it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like, oh, my gosh, yeah, no, I look so good. When, do you know yeah. what I mean? And I just find it so funny, though, like, people have made them comments to me where it's kind of like, they'll tan and they'll be like, or they'll say, like, they're going on oh, holiday. I'm almost and then they're like, oh, I'm almost, almost as dark as you. <laughs> Literally, yeah, like they'll put that armor out to yeah. you. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, I'm on my 
Princess Diana. Yeah, and I'm just like, like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah. This is not okay, girl. Bro. Okay, girl. And there was this other time, I was in PE, and like there was this girl, and she sort of tanned so much to the point where she looked green, and it was like, not, it was very discolored, basically. Mm. And then, like, she was having a bad day, basically. She was having a bad day, and then she got so vexed at the teacher and stuff, and then she was like, oh, like, this is so annoying, like, I'm almost as dark as Carleen, mm. even though that she looked green. Oh. And I was brown. Make that make sense. Yeah. And, like, I, I couldn't get over it because she shouted it against when everyone was in the class as well. And then I was actually like... And then after the lesson had finished then, I couldn't get it out of my mind. So I spoke to the teacher about it. I was like, did I hear what I just think I heard? And the teacher was like, yeah, you did. I'm really sorry that you had to hear that. Mm. Because, like, the, the girl said it to the teacher. Mm. And then um she was like oh like I don't mind talking to her about it because it's unacceptable and Mm. no one should have to go through that blah 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 Mm. and like she was and then we ended up going into like a different room and stuff and then we spoke about it to the girl me and the teacher and then she was like oh well I'm sorry like I wasn't expecting a whole heartfelt apology with like written scripts and stuff yeah but girl but just at least fake the fact that you actually mean it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still kind of bad. Like, yeah, but Those I'd rather that than be it. like, oh, well, I'm sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> That's my truth. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's park that to the side a second. Yeah. I want to say about the Barbie. Yeah, nowadays, and the, the thing about being pretty is the fact that it changes and it's a cyclical thing based on generations, based on society yeah. interests, based on what's the most popular at the moment. Based on growth, period. Just based on what, what people view pretty as. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And so the Barbie film was quite empowering in a way for us as women because it kind of just made us feel like even the perfect doll, the mm. person that looks perfect, blonde hair, blue eyes, skinny, yeah. she still nice feels boots, she still felt sh- that she was... She Not wasn't part, enough. Yeah, yeah she, she felt, felt like, like she, she wasn't, wasn't enough, enough and she true. felt like a failure and she yeah. felt like Not everything beautiful. everything that, that us and, as women go yeah, through. And I that lo- feel like Yeah. And I loved, absolutely loved. I don't know what the actress's name is. She um, was in was she, she in was in Ugly Virgin? Betty. She was That's in it? Ugly yeah, Betty. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when she was when she made that that um, point of the, like the, you can be pretty but you can't um but you can't say it to people like you can't there's <laughs> there's like certain the way that she said it was very you can very be beautiful powerful. but not too arrogant about it and you can be confident but yeah. oh not too arrogant to the and uh, confident the to the point where it's offensive to other yeah. someone and you have to watch what you say but also you have to be strong in what you Everything. say and you can't cry but let me not no. ruin it for anyone that's not watched barbie but it's but been out for months now so i'm giving you massive cider so <laughs> Um, the whole thing was just really really powerful and that's what made it that's what made the barbies change back to into like into their mindset and know that they are strong yeah and like the thing is as well like with barbies when you think of it like they only became more diverse as time went on because i know when i was younger and i used to hear barbies there was nothing there was no like black dolls there was no black dolls there was no diversity so you want to become someone that you're not based on what you're playing with yeah do you know what i mean because i remember when i to be fair when i was younger though like i think i was 11 and i went over to my friend's house and she only had white dolls and then i was like sort of like Hmm, like where's a black doll? Because I'm yeah. always I'm always looking for the black for the black for yeah. something that's black. <laughs> I'm rooting for everybody black. But um 
but like I'm also but when I came home I sort of was like oh like I want a black doll I think yeah but there was a life-size doll that I used to have remember really don't have Tyra Banks no and she had like she was stuff right to dress her up and stuff yeah yeah. and she had afro hair oh yeah so that was the only doll I think I had where she was black but that oh that's a good one. That is a good one. That's a, that's a good if film. If y'all don't know about Lifestyles, yeah. the film, check it out. Real. It's like, oh, it's such a nostalgic film. It's a film. good I film. Love it. It's almost like Barbie, just with Tyra Banks in there, and she's a doll that comes to life, basically. Yeah, because there was recently a, in a, box. a second one. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's got Lindsay Lohan in it, so check that out as well. That's yeah. quite inspiring. So I think that was quite nice to see, like, as a child, seeing yeah, someone that is black. of colour yeah. and black that represents a doll because yeah. you don't things like that you don't really like you don't notice know. yeah and i think it's important especially for like the younger generation now to have dolls and think and play with things that kind of almost like look Looks like them like and reflect them. them like they feel like they're they sort of can relate to something yeah yeah it's so important and it builds up a lot of self-esteem and and like i think as well when you don't see people that look like you often and living in a white country so us obviously live growing up in wales like we have I know for me, it's something that I've struggled with within my personality because I don't see people that look like me necessarily or have the similar hair types or have the similar like facial features or things like that, obviously outside my family. So it's very, very difficult then to feel confident within yourself, especially like as you kind of grow up and you start getting like attention from people and things like that and not really feeling like validated based on your looks because Mm. you feel out of place because of the colour of your skin. Yeah. And also, like, then, like, yeah, growing up and having certain, di- like, watching different TV shows, like, Kind of Montana, Victorious, iCarly, like, those big major TV shows. Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire. Zoe 101. Yeah, all them classics. I love all them shows. But again, <laughs> it was like they, all white women. Yeah. That had the stage in that yeah. sense. And, like, one of the only black TV shows that I know that well, I used to watch quite a lot was That's, That's a Raven. Raven. That's a Raven is so iconic. It's classic. And, and rarely anyone knows about it or rarely anyone talks about it. Mm. But that was the only sort of visual representation that I saw on TV yeah, because it was true. only you that was watching it. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then true. I would just be like, oh my gosh, there's a black girl on TV. Yeah, and it's kind of like finally seeing someone some that representation. Is, yeah, representation. Yeah, representation. some of that. Yeah, girl. Some of that representation that we we never really got to see. That's a Raven was that representation for us. Yeah, it's true. And like seeing light skinned women almost being favored, especially in things like. For example, I know that's topic as well, like Fresh Prince of Bel Air when Aunt Viv got swapped as well. <gasps> that was another major topic. Because that's a colorism story. That is. And so it is, you, it, you do have. <laughs> you, know, you sound like Stormzy. <laughs> you do end up second guessing yourself, your beauty, because of these, these things that occur. Do you know what I mean? They've done it with my wife and kids as well. They swapped that one, Claire. Claire. Oh my gosh, I just watched the video on that earlier on today. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Like, my wife and kids is iconic. And the first, the dark-skinned woman in Claire... Hold on a second. For those that, sorry, for those that don't know what my wife and kids are... It's a TV show. So the... (laughs) (laughs) It's a TV show that was, I don't know if it started in the 90s. Um, We'll say the 2000s. Yeah, early 2000s to like the 2010s or something like that i think mm, it stopped mm, in mm, mm. and basically it's a sitcom and it's about this family and you kind of just see the kids growing up or whatever it's three kids 
the middle girl, she was dark skin. She was dark. <laughs> she was black. She was dark skin. Yeah. And by season three or season two or season three, they basically swapped her out for someone else, another girl, but she was of a lighter complexion. She was light skin and she had curly hair, things like that. Go ahead. Say the rest, girl. Anyways, as I was trying to say was the dark skinned woman in that um the dark skinned Claire, she was supposed to be the smart one of the family, right? The smart one, she's intelligent, she's she knows what she wants and she's dominant basically. Okay. And then the light skinned Claire was put out to be the stupid one and that's all about prettiness. You know what that's true. Yes. Wow. D- mm. <laughs> a girl. <laughs> that's all I got to say. And with the whole Aunt Viv and... My Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. M- my Fresh Prince. No, the Fresh it's Prince the of Bel-Air. Fre- Fre- <laughs> Anyways, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Girl, stop tackling. It's giving, it's giving kettle. <laughs> You know? <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was made in 1990, finished in 1996. So in the first three seasons, there was a dark-skinned um, Aunt Viv, and then they swapped her for a light-skinned one. And the story has finally come out now, right? Yeah, About what, happened. what yeah. happened. Yeah. And basically what had happened back then was a dark-skinned um, Aunt Viv, behind the scenes of the whole show, she was basically not brutalized but yeah she had undergone some stuff basically off camera yeah and she wasn't treated right right basically like especially in the home in her own in her home home. yeah there's basically a whole documentary about it yeah but it caused a lot of uh, uproar yeah but kind of did but like the topic of conversation was how they swapped it yeah like for years years literally like 20 odd years yeah. and then it's only just been clear Come as out. to what had actually happened mm-hmm. and why she decided Left. to leave yeah. and well she had out. to leave she had to leave and why she um, yeah. got swapped with a light-skinned aunt viv so no, that's wrong but those things are normal back in like back in the, the 90s, day yeah. yeah like they used to do that a lot they'd cast a dark uh, a black woman and then a few seasons and something like they just, just swap, swap her swap them for and someone else wrong. Uh, and a light-skinned version too and exactly. this is what causes then the issues, issues. And the, or the topic of conversation and causes exactly. a bit quote-unquote uproar yeah in regards to the colorism within the black yeah. community and it circles back to the question of am, am I, I pretty, pretty enough? enough well not really it kind of does because it's kind of like you finally see some form of representation on your tv um, screen and then they, and then swap they snatch it, it away and they snatch it away and it's to someone that's completely different, different. looking to, to who's been representing black women yeah dark-skinned true. black women true 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 um disney is also another one as well like when finally a disney princess like princess and the frog came out mm. No, let's talk about that. The only the <laughs> only princess on the chart, the only black princess on the chart, and she was a frog for the whole of the film. Eesh. She was a frog for the whole of the film. And then, if you think about it, they slightly, I watched it the other day, and they slightly involved a bit of racism in there. Because you know what she's saying, when those two um, business guys, yeah. they were like, a woman of your background. Yeah, 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 yeah. A it's woman of your background. <laughs> what do you mean by that? What are you talking about? If you think about it, she was also the only one that believed in herself. It's true. And that's like sort of like a black woman. You sort of, as a black, well, for me personally, as a black woman, you you can only believe in yourself 
in order to get what you want. We face a lot more hardships and pressures, so you have to believe in yourself yeah. a lot more than, like, yeah. So I and get what you mean. So then, you have to work twice as hard. Yeah, after exactly. Result. And that's what Tiana was doing. And But she turned into a frog for the halfway through the film and she still made it. Yeah, true. That makes no sense. True. But the rest of the princesses, they didn't turn into nothing. All the classic princesses. Yeah, all the classic princesses. And now that they're doing like things like a remake, I think is they're That's trying it. to make it inclusive. So yeah. things like the Little Mermaid, and there was still uproar about there that. There was still uproar about that. There too. was. St- it's a fake person. It's a fake fish. It's a fish. True. It can be any color. It can be blue, black, pink, okay, orange. Anyway, any ethnicity. Green. And it's the problem. The problem with it is the fact that she was black. It's true. That was a princess. No, it's true. But I like. You know what? It, it's a sad state of affairs at the fact that people t- and it's the adults that take it the, the, <laughs> that the, take it the, the worst. most. Like I understand that when we like when I I know when I was younger and I used to watch Ariel and things like that. Mm. So those kind of people, like those people, would be like, "Oh, so nostalgia film, keep it as it is." But it's kind of like, well, no, because now we're we're way ahead in our t- like years have gone by and it's so important to have that representation on the tv screen like i remember seeing so many tiktoks of little black girls yeah being so excited being so excited and being like oh my gosh she looks like me like and things like that is so heartwarming important important, sentimental because the pathway is changing now for people and for like little girls and little boys and things like that as well do you know what i mean to have that representation or onto the screen. Yeah, it's so important to have it as dolls as well. Because yeah. I know, like, when I was younger, you... there wasn't any. <laughs> there wasn't many. No, there no, wasn't many. There wasn't. And that's the thing, that's what they market. That's that's who their target audience are. You don't... You don't... Well, it's not even their target audience, because... It's just a lot of... What they pre- yeah. It's what they deem to be as, like, pretty. Pretty. And it's a shame. Yeah. But I think now, as time's gone on, and as society is changing, the, the, the view on, like, whether or not someone is pretty... Is changing di- yeah. too. Is differing. Like now they're becoming a lot more inclusive, and now, like even in a lot more Disney films and and TV shows and things like that, they're trying to be as inclusive as possible. As possible. It does give a bit of sadness. They don't want to get like, cancelled. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, girl. Because <laughs> they don't want to get cancelled. Because they know, yeah, it's true. Because they know that there is a cancel culture is a massive thing now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's also the same with like different makeup brands and things like that as well. Oh my gosh! Even that. That's another thing. That's become a lot more inclusive. Exactly. Like, in this day and age, and it's kind of like... Because of Fenty Beauty. Fenty Beauty, and Rihanna changed that pathway yeah. and of, of becoming really inclusive, even in their advertisement as well. Like, having that many different models with different backgrounds <laughs> mm. really shook a lot of brands. Yeah. It really did. The, the question is really <clears throat> hard-hitting, like, are you pretty enough? Because it can go across, like, all races and things like yeah. that. Like, it's such a... Not a touchy subject, but it's such a deep question because yeah. everyone in their own way will feel as though feel they're not pretty that. pretty enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And everyone is stunning. Everyone yeah. is beautiful. And so like I know that I asked myself that question multiple times because again, it's a subjective thing and you like you're pretty to me, but you may not be pretty to someone else. Exactly. And that's how know? I feel about you. <laughs> Rianne gets so awkward around compliments. But I know I asked myself that question <laughs> especially like when you're living in worlds and you don't see people that look like, look you, like you as well it's something that's very very hard hit within your self-confidence as well especially at such a crucial age that makes you question yourself a lot your self-worth your self-value of course do you know what i mean you, it questions your self-confidence especially when you're in primary school or comprehensive school and then those kind of feelings in regards to like you know 
starting to gain crushes and things like that and not knowing whether or not you're pretty pretty enough. because the person doesn't fancy, fancy you or like you. or like you in that way or if you know that you have. yeah and you have that question coming to your mind of, is it because i'm black you oh t- yeah that was so late <laughs> Yeah. You have that question. No, is it because I'm black? Is it because you're black? Like, And yeah. that's fine. Like, But as a, I think... It's not fine. No one should ever have to question their beauty and put it down to their race. All races are beautiful. But it does just make us question when people don't like you. So you just always... Well, to me, I always ask. I know that's something Is it because I'm black? That is something that I asked myself when I was younger too. And you know when you have those like, little school crushes and you're like, oh my goodness, I like this person. But I don't know if they'll like me because I'm black. Yeah. Ooh. I had a crush when I was in when I was in secondary. Okay, he wasn't white. That's, that's all I'm going to say. I had to question the whole thought process behind it. Will he go out with me because I'm black? Yeah. Will that's he like me because I'm black? Yeah. And I still had, I still questioned myself. Will he like black girls? Yeah, because that's another thing as well. Because obviously <laughs> everyone has their preference. That if, even if they're black, some yeah. black people have a preference in regards yeah. to the people people that, that they date and date. their race. And so it's a thing of like, as a black woman, you would still ask yourself, "Does he like me? Black girls? Oh, does, does he like black, me? Yeah. yeah. Does he like black girls? Is he interested in like? So yeah. you're always going to question always and always going to question yeah, whether or not you're pretty. Because another thing within the black community, Anna, is the topic of colorism, and this is where it stems from whether or not you're you're Ooh. feeling pretty enough to. Oh, it's my preference. Light skin's my preference. <laughs> Light skin's my preference. White people are my preference. Just say that you don't like dark skin women and keep it stepping. Keep it moving, bro. No, honestly, because that's another thing of like where that question forms from. Is the whole like <clears throat> black women. Oh, like this, 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 and this. Yeah, because black women are too aggressive. Because black women, we ask you, why do you like white women? That's what we're not saying this as a (laughs) as a thing of like invalidating any other races. Of course, because this is something where everyone asks this themselves. Whichever race you are, whatever background you come from. Well, you don't know that. Okay, everyone. I think it's something that you question yourself. But I know people that question may come across their mind and think, "Am I pretty enough?" And the answer is yes. Am I beautiful? The answer is yes. Am I stunning? The answer is yes. Am I gorgeous? The answer is yes. And you have to believe it within yourself at the end of the day. Once you believe it, no one can tell you different. Exactly. As Dad said, you have to believe in yourself first. And then you continue and no one can tell you different. Did he say that? Yeah, to me the other day. Oh, go on, Mr. Samuel. <laughs> go on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, self-love, it's a big topic when it comes to this. It's a big factor to consider like when you're asking yourself that question. And it's not to say actually with the self-love, you're not ever going to ask yourself, am I pretty enough? Because you always will. As much self-love as you can work on yourself, but you're still going, I feel like you still still ask yourself that question, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think it's like... Hold on, what's self-love to you? I think it's building, your having the confidence within yourself and knowing that you don't have to to gain any further validation from anyone else because you know yourself and love yourself enough. So the same love that you'd want to give to other people, you bring it on You yourself. have it for yourself. Easy. Watching a man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like I know I've asked myself that question a lot of times. And like, yeah. based on the environment that you're in, in. the people that you have around, around you, hang around with, 
the things that you watch and have influenced you as from a child up yeah. until now, society, societal pressures, yeah. and what they deem as pretty, you are going to ask yourself so that, fat. especially as a black person. You are going to ask yourself Regardless. I at the same time, I could play devil's advocate here and say, like, if I was to be in an environment where a lot more diversity mm. and have access to certain TV shows where it's all um there's a lot of black people, yeah, and like representation and things like that. Would I still ask myself that yeah. question? I feel like you would. I feel like anyone asks themselves that question regardless of the community they have around them. Yeah. And regardless of the TV shows that they watch. Yeah. It's not to say that when you ask that self, when you ask that question to yourself, that you're not pretty and that you're not beautiful, because you are. You need to believe it. Once you start saying that to yourself, it's giving affirmations. Once you start saying affirmations to yourself, you'll be unbeatable. You start to believe the things that you're saying. Yeah. And it's that, and I'm living proof of that. I, fake it till you make it, girl. Fake it to you. Make it. Especially us growing up, because you compare yourself, especially with things like Instagram and on TikTok. Like, I know that I've had to do so many social media cleansers. I'm yeah. in the middle of one right now. Like, I'm off TikTok, I'm off Twitter, mm. because you see... A lot of people that you wish you were. Yeah, and that you wished you looked like. But, like, yeah, like, comparing yourself... To other people yeah. is normal. Everyone does it. Yeah, and I think one thing as well is kind of like, yeah, comparison is the thief of jo- thief of joy. That's one thing that I continuously try and say to myself and remind myself. Am I pretty enough? And the answer mm. is yes. No ifs, no buts, no maybes. Am I ugly? No. You don't need any validation from anyone else but yourself. Yourself, that's true. Don't look for it elsewhere because you'll no continuously chase for something and then when you finally get it, you'll have two seconds of that feeling of like, yes, it's yes. boosted my ego, yes, it's boosted my confidence yes. and then you're going to ask yourself the same question again. Mm. Well, you're gonna ask yourself the same question again and i'm not even talking to the audience yeah i'm talking to myself too (laughs) you'll continuously chase and chase and chase and you'll and you'll put certain procedures coming into place and things like that to try and make yourself pretty botox filler when people go to certain extremes and have uh, certain surgeries for certain things it's kind of like you're always going to want more. You're never going to yeah, feel fully feel satisfied fully. because it's kind of like, okay, yeah, I've worked on that insecurity. Let me now put, let me something now work else. on something else. You'll, you'll look at something else. Something that, different. Yeah. And then you're going to want to work on that too. And it's not, mm. like, you you'll never to. be satisfied and you don't even need to. Mm. There's no work that needs to be done to it because you're always chasing something else. You're never fully satisfied. You're never just yeah. living in the present. You're always just looking for the next thing, Best the next thing, thing the next thing. Yeah. And it's kind of like, that's another thing that social media is, the Done. pressure on and the cycle and things like that because things like a um i don't know big lips i know i used to get made fun out of that when i was younger mm. then insults that they used to call me like in primary school and things really? like that yeah but now everyone is getting lip fillers so things like that would make you question am i pretty enough because they would take the mick out of it the color of your skin the lip the lips that are on my face my features because i'm not used to it and this is something now that I get actually get complimented on. Oh my gosh, I love your lips. Oh my goodness, you have really nice lips. And it's kind of like, those are the things that make you question. And now, just Everyone years later, it's such a trend to have. Mm. Like you're continuously chasing. You're going to compare yourself. You think, oh, I need to work on this. You need to have that. And it's kind of like, no. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. And things that and you it, may hate. Are things that people really, really love. Love about you and yourself. And it's not until you go undergo something and you're like, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have done that. Some people come up with big regrets. And I get it. Everyone's down to their own... Yeah, like me. 
when I was in year nine, I shaved half of my eyebrow off because I wanted, <laughs> I wanted like the perfect eyebrow, and I ended up shaving it off. So. What is the perfect eyebrow then? What's the perfect eyebrow? To me, perfect eyebrow is like sharp. Yeah, but like perfect. back then it was like proper fully draw it on, sleek, almost box looking. Now it's like feathered with something use eyebrow gel and something like yeah, that. Yeah, like it's just it's gonna up. change continuously. It's yeah. always going to change. Yeah, you're right. But don't forget, like you are beautiful. You are beautiful. You're pretty. You're stunning. Yeah, everything goes out good to everyone. under the sun. Yes, yeah, every ethnicity. Yeah. Don't ever forget that. Know your worth. Know who you are as a person. Mm. It's so important. Yeah. Because the same way, like how you can work on all your looks on the outside, the, them looks can fade. And it's make sure you yeah, work on the inside, inside just as much. It's too. only on the inside that you you can feel beautiful, and then it will transpire. Through, transpire through. through the outside. It's true because it will show, and you'll be glowing. You glow. glow, glow from within. Glow. We're living proof of that. Yes. <laughs> When you work on yourself and you know within yourself yeah. that you feel good, good inside, you eat right, you yeah. move right, you, you do things right, you have a level of confidence yeah, that comes that, from within you. That no one can touch that you. That no one can touch you. You know within yourself that yeah. you're beautiful then. Yeah, you're right. And it will show within your facial, yeah. your outside too. And in order to do this, just start doing things that you love. And once you start doing things that you love, you you realise, oh, bro, like, I'm, hmm. Yeah, I feel good. Like, yeah. you start feeling good when you're doing stuff that you enjoy. Yeah. So do what you enjoy the most all of the time. And don't ever, ever, ever question your self-worth. Don't yeah. ever question your beauty. Yeah, ever. Try not to. It's, it's maybe hard for In this for society, people, yeah, but, but yeah. Honestly. I know that I, I can be a victim of that. Mm. I'm going to be for real. It's very, very difficult at times. As you said, comparison is the, the thief, thief of, of joy. joy. So, yeah. But on that note, guys, we'll leave you guys to it. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Where can they find us? They can find us. Yeah, you guys can find us on Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. We are hoping to launch on Apple Apple Podcasts Podcasts. soon. We need to get our asses started together. For real. Hit us up also on our personal Instagrams and our socials as well. You're on private. My, yeah. yeah, still hit me up there, guys. I'll, <laughs> I'll accept you. I should start become a bit more public, but there we go. Um, Yeah, my at is Rianne Walker. And instead of an E at the end, at the end it's an X. My name is Carleen Leisha Zero, period. And you're watching Disney <laughs> But yes, we hope you guys have enjoyed this fifth episode, Am I Pretty Enough? If you haven't had a good week, we hope next week is better for you. Yeah, and let us know as well, guys, if this is something that you ever question within yeah. yourself as well. Like No matter what race you are on. Yeah, you know, like, let us know. Yeah. So, call it a wrap. That's a, a wrap. And we'll see you guys in the, the next, next episode. episode. Bye, Bye, guys.